0: Who wants to die for art?
1: Torino, the biggest little city in the world, the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're
2: a
0: freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being
3: renovated. Mr. Dowd.
4: Podcasting live from the recent past at the Riverside Artist Loss and the Dogwater Studios and Ian's house and our guest house. <laughs> Who could it be? Joining me today, of course, Dogwater Dick, Ian, we don't have Cadillac in, we don't have worry, and I'm sorry about that, but we have an amazing guest, Billy Pendejo.
2: Talking out
5: of our ass. Motherfucker, I'm so excited. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yes. Uh, the scanning over and the page, y'all remember. Uh, yeah. Felipe Dejo is uh, 2018 August, and it's fucking you're not gonna believe what's about to happen to you. And uh all right. and, I, and also the Are you talking to me or the audience? Uh, the, the audience. Oh <laughs> Damn. Uh, you know, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. We'll see what happens. Sorry. <laughs> Kevin, you know exactly what's about to happen to you. But the the <laughs> yeah, and, and oh, I didn't I didn't realize until I went back and uh, I chopped out the one of the songs from that episode for the Patreon people, and when I did that, I happened to notice that there was a, a slot for a Chewy sample that had been taken out from that show, and I played it to find out which Chewy sample we took out from that show. Well, was it wasn't. You guys want no, nobody got any guesses? Um, the first place I fingered your mom at. No, I, I that would that's classic, but no. It was, it was, <laughs> it was, the, it was the magic of Chewie saying, "I've given a lot of hand jobs."
2: <laughs>
5: and the full line was, "I've given a lot of hand jobs, all of them to myself. And you can tell on the on the track, I had to chop out hand jobs really quickly before another word happened. So it's like, hand jobs cuts off really fast. You can hear it. You can hear it.
1: I've given a lot of hand jobs. <laughs> yeah.
5: Anyway, it's so the magic of Rick uh, making Chewie sound gayer than he ever would be. <laughs> so, oh, how, how is everybody?
4: Yeah.
1: what you guys do this week?
4: Oh, man. I'm just uh, dadding it up like crazy. You know, um, my little girl keeps growing every day oh. and I only mm. cry about three times a day in in, like
5: joyous wonder at her and she's so cool. And I don't want to interrupt, but fucking I do want to interrupt. I've had a podcast I'm listening to lately. And one of the things the guy said is that people who have never had kids and most of me and a lot of my friends are never going to have kids and don't have kids and don't want kids. And this guy on this podcast was like, until you have a child, You'll never know what it's like to not be the most important thing in your life.
4: Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you know how when your pet's sick and you're really concerned about them, that's, you know, comparable. But it's, I mean, you know, when it's made half of Mikey and half of me and like, you know, you look in her face, it's just, it's, it's just crazy, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can imagine it's the most intense thing so I've ever done in my life was be a daddy, you know? And then when I, when I watched, um, you know, when I watched Quentin be born, uh, I mean, this is kind of a behind the scenes ass shit, but, um, you know, that was, a <laughs> that was a different, uh, experience. And I was a different person back then too. And this one, you know, i am been sober for a long time and everything was, you know, like that and like I was sober I might have had like I said some sleep delirium but the first thing I noticed was the when he pulled the doctor pulled her out cesarean but he just pulled her out and, and then showed her to us really quick and, and when he showed us to her she was she had like this iridescent glow around her it was fucking intense I'm not and I'm sober I don't take anything you know it was it was crazy and then uh and then the next time was when she was like when she smiles at me and stares in my eyes the first time she did that was the most intense thing i mean i felt like i saw god you know what i mean it was oh, trippy man. so it it, it just god. keeps growing and she's growing into her own person and you know i'm obviously um projecting my own shit on it but you know what I mean? But it's <laughs> it
5: doesn't make it not real.
4: You know what I mean? To me, anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I don't intense.
5: I don't know what Definitely. you mean. <laughs> and that's like selfish fucking selfish childless fucks are never gonna know what that <laughs> feels like. I just gotta sit here and think about how like everything I want is the most important thing to me. So well <laughs>
4: you're a pretty loving person and I, I I think that you do love things more than you, you love yourself, you know. Rick. I I see you do it Thank for people. You. you go out of your way because you love others
5: more than you love yourself. Just, it wasn't, just so you know. But. It wasn't fishing oh. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. This is
1: like the the most wholesome you start to a worse little podcast. Yeah, it's so are all, where ever are the dick, been,
5: fart like, jokes? the dick and
1: The Dick and the Snooch to the boochies. Yeah. Uh well Rick, well, who did you record this weekend? Did you have anybody in?
5: Oh yeah. I had I had lots of stuff. And and I just want to mention really quick that um I had 15 years sober this week. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. There's that. 15 years. So weird. It's so fucking weird. You guys, it just keeps happening. I don't know what I'm doing. It just keeps happening. You just keep staying sober, man. Fuck. You're so good at it. I, I, had, I had this thing happen where like a band that I really was looking forward to recording that I was so excited about the project that had two weekends booked this month. They just had to cancel at the last minute and reschedule to another month, months from now. Um, oh. And that's fine. And for a brief second, I thought, oh shit, that's like... A third of my income for this month, and like, what am I gonna do? And that, but that like washed over my head so quickly. I'm like, wait a minute, there's 600 people that have been telling me they're upset that they can't get in sooner. So I just like made four phone calls and filled all the dates. So it was, it was like, it worked out really well. <laughs> and I'm really grateful. for yeah, man. To man. Fucking Reno music that it just happens like that. Everybody was like, yeah, we'll take another day. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> So that was great. uh, I I I actually worked on a tiny bit of old slasher music, which if you don't know, one day maybe we'll release it. It's really awful. There are songs like um, like um, fucking the dead and um, fucked to death by a pig and um, and deadly diarrhea and, and yeah, oh, okay. it's a real <laughs> and it was one of the first so jokes, so. and, and yeah. those guys need an opener right. <laughs> 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 it was but you guys it goes back to the the opening of the recording studio um, the first year that I recorded I or the, not the first year for a long time I did it for free and then I just like charged enough to pay for pizza and beer um, for a long time before I became an actual business but that first year I, that I did everything for free um I did three different bands that year and one of them was slasher and we never released it. It never finished. The band broke up and it just got ditched. And so me and the guy who's the singer have been going back and trying to dig the tracks up and like put them back together and, and make it and pull it out of the, out of the dustbin of history and bring, Well, we got to uh, do a, we got to do that podcast. podcast. Oh, it's, it's, it's really offensive that like this. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awful. And I don't think that the Can we people, save the it would would for Halloween? maybe for October it or be- something. Perfect for Halloween, actually. So now I've got a deadline to get this done because I really want to see there that. You go.
1: So it worked on that a yeah, little bit. And well, and it's got sooner than you think because we have to put in a date on the calendar. And we've been booking up stuff like crazy. Oh, Thanks to everybody oh. out there who's gotten the word out that we needed guests.
5: And we're opening up. Like everything's opening up. Yeah, I don't want to not mention that I also worked with uh, Machine Gun Vendetta and we finished up the last bits of their album. Now we've just got Final Mixing and Posthumus was in here a lot. I love those guys so much. Um, and who else? Oh, and Johnny from Frankly Fictitious. I fucking love Johnny so much. Um, he, him and his solo project has been in here a lot and I've been doing mixing for the So Very and the Meditation Group. And yeah, I think that's it. I'm sorry. I just didn't want to that- mention. You said who I recorded this last week and I didn't oh, want no, to that's- not mention all those yeah. people. That's cool. You get a lot of. Oh, no, it's fucking rad, man! Oh, it's so sweet to like get yeah. it to, like to shake it up a lot, and they're all r- radically different bands too. So it's fucking hella fun. Okay, that's okay. Now, important. Ian, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> so I actually got to see a person that I haven't seen since quarantine started, and that is Mister Reverend Rory Dowd. I went over to his house oh, this cool. weekend, and oh. we talked more podcasty stuff. But like, I got to give the motherfucker a hug. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. What the hell is that? What are hugs? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I also went out cute. and drank with my friends at a drinking establishment that wasn't somebody's backyard. Shit. What the fuck is that? Uh, where'd you go? <laughs> you we went to, to 40 them? Mile. That's uh, my preferred,
4: yeah, 40 right, Mile Saloon. Love, it's I my preferred
1: uh, drinking hole.
4: Uh, Brianna? Brianna, uh, was she there? Yeah.
1: Love uh, she was there Ooh. later in the night. Mikey was there when uh, the night started. So, both of them are my favorite bartenders in town. So, go yeah. down there, give them your patronage. They need it. They're kicking oh, yeah. ass.
4: I just wanted to shout out, Um, I think Tiger Bunny and John Potter DJed there at 40 Mile. Was it a 40 Mile or was it might have been somewhere else? But um, it, it's just nice to see everybody out having fun and doing their art, their uh, performance art again, you know? Yeah. And speaking of performance, sorry. Mr. Philippe Pendejo. Oh, Yo, what the fuck have up, you
3: buddy? been doing? <laughs> uh honestly, I've been drumming a lot uh, lately. I did a uh, early quarantine. I did some YouTube videos. I did my Philippe and Day home videos. It was a lot of fun. Um <laughs> yeah, and then like once shows were really canceled, I just kind of drummed a lot. Um yeah, the thing, and I and I kind of realized, like, I, I kind of knew it, but it was funny to experience it. I was like, I made Felipe Deo to be a live show, and mm, right. I wrote, I think, two songs the entire quarantine, which isn't like I have like a lot of songs, kind of. So I was writing a lot when I was playing a lot, you know. And I think, and I think it was because I could kind of test stuff out, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted it to be like a more live act, and uh. Mm-hmm. So I, I still practice guitar and stuff, but yeah, mostly I've just been drumming and not even like lately. I've been drumming more ostracized stuff, like my metal band, because they got shows, but I wasn't, I was just drumming. So <laughs> when's the next ostracized it's, show? It's drumming to drum. <laughs> um. So next ostracized show is the 29th of this month of May at the portal. It's a warehouse, but. It's like mostly a venue it's pretty uh I was pretty impressed actually when i I just went there this last weekend and because uh, I was expecting like a warehouse, but it's dope. they got a nice sized stage, a drum riser they have lights, not like a lot of lights, but Where's some like pretty nice lights uh up in Panther
5: Valley oh fucking rad, okay up in yeah. Panther Valley yeah
3: yeah I'll uh yeah, it's called the portal, and it's not super big um. Like, like, the stage is like half of it, which is kind of funny. But I guess,
5: yeah, then there's like a little... Well, for Reno crowds, back, but, you, know. you need more room for yeah. the band than you do for the crowd.
2: <laughs> sometimes.
5: <laughs> sometimes.
4: <laughs> you know, that's why back in the day, the, the Blue Lamp, which is now the Red Rock, that tiny little bar, yeah. or, or someplace like the Foxy Olive, when you have a show there... It's always packed, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it, the energy mm-hmm. is the same as if you were in, in the big room at Job's packed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do, it, yeah. It, that energy uh, in that room, if everybody's there to see that band. And, and, and I think uh, a lot of bands in my day capitalized on the blue lamp uh, size thing. Um, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> and then fun. we moved to a, bit, a little bit bigger place after... You know, blowing up at this little tiny venue, you know. Anyway, that's what that reminded me of. Philippe and Dale, you were saying?
3: Oh, yeah. No, I agree with you. I'd rather play with, you know, 30 people in a small venue than 30 people in a big venue, you know? And like, yeah. And even like with my setup too, it's like kind of bootlegged. Like I'm running multiple instruments through this one looper, and it's not really supposed to work that way. So I just kind of make it work and I run <laughs> push everything out in the mixer and uh yeah, just trial and error. Like the first time I played uh Virginia Street Brew House, which is it used to be the knit, it's a pretty big venue. Oh man, it was a disaster. Like it was cool. I got a lot of love, but like the sound guy did not like me much, <laughs> you know? And it was just like I was used to playing in my bedroom and like dive bars. So it's not going like where everything's really, really amplified, and it was like, yeah, it was pretty gnarly. But it's better but he now. just like you run you through an amp
4: or two and have him mic those, right?
3: Yeah, and again, I, uh, I didn't really know what I was doing. Like, mind you, all I'm a drummer, so I just want, I just had this like idea, and I'm just kind of going with it. But I really, I had like now I have my pedal going into a mixer which makes sense. And the mixer just has the two outs and I can level everything. And then they just get the one mix. When I first started, I had like four amps and like a base amp for like a low end. Like I didn't really know what I was doing. I just had a bunch of like a hundred to a $200 amps at my disposal and just like forced it to happen. And then, uh, and it worked for like smaller venues for sure. And then uh yeah, when I played a bigger venue, it was like, Quite the cluster, did and he you said you, you played there twice or, or more. Yeah, the second time I played was better. The second time they was had you back? No, I went to like, oh yeah, they loved me. Dude. The, only, <laughs> only the sound guy didn't like me. Yeah, <laughs> the crew fucking loved me, dude. They were like, this guy's insane. Uh, not everyone liked me that show. It was I opened for Metalachi. Oh so, nice, really cool. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. the The guy from uh, his name's Brandon from VSB. He's he's uh, pretty supportive of me. And he said like, yeah, I sent him my press kit and I just like pushed myself really hard and everything. And he was like, oh, Philippe and Dale, Perfect. Like, I don't even think he listened to my stuff. He was just like, looked at my name. And was like, oh, he's perfect. And <laughs> threw <me on> the <laughs> film. And I did. I just like hustled pre-sales and stuff. I brought a bunch of friends and like just plowed through my set. And like, I didn't, I'm not shaking up there, you know, like I kind of knew it was gnarly, but I, you know, it was still fun. Like, I think what it was stuff like the back of the room didn't have a drum track. It was stuff like that. where like, like just my signal was split Uh, and stuff. So now I'm running everything uh, through a mixer. Yeah. It was like stuff. It wasn't necessarily my playing, although that was also questionable that night. And it's not like I don't practice. I just don't know what I'm doing.
5: Right. And uh, I I mean, I always felt like the, the slightly (laughs) less than perfect playing is part of the magic.
3: Yeah. I can, I can get away with it significant but that's even like easier on a smaller stage when it's packed and everyone's kind of like talking loud or whatever and i'm just trying to yell over them or you know when this is like a big venue not completely full and no one's really front and center i was like i'd rather play tighter like it's not a choice (laughs) 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 but yeah it was cool they had me back uh probably i don't know like six months later or something so i opened for um max sabbath Nice another, Yeah another silly act So yeah no They've been good to me dude And like Yeah
4: And that shit And then Clown This With one oh, yeah. to Yeah
3: That was good
4: Oh yeah that was a good one so you, you know all Like you, you guys should go on tour together All those fans
3: Oh yeah dude Let let them know <laughs> I'm game <laughs> I'm not the one you need to
5: convince <laughs> That'd be hella cool
3: That'd be a,
4: a, a cool split Well
5: Yeah I think we should let the audience yeah. know what the fuck they're in for. What what on earth did you send me? You sent me tracks. So I mean, so have I you been doing like shit by yourself of- or <laughs> is this just yeah. you in your bedroom? So I'll
3: explain. I sent you a handful of tracks, different stuff. There's one of them's live. So I have a couple recorded tracks I did locally and um and nothing against the guy who recorded me. He did everything I asked, but then that was before I came and saw you guys the first time. So like when I recorded with my buddy, I like played live drums and stuff and it was cool. But then I honest to God just liked the worst little pod track podcast tracks better. Like it was just more me. Like I tried to make them more songs when I should have just plowed them like how I do
5: everything else, right? That that so. <laughs> that goofy ass drum track and the the and the yeah, and is like consistent. Sound, I, I fucking it made it makes the magic. It's fucking it's great.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know. So like I have some recorded tracks, but I I haven't really done anything like that. And but the audience, like I said,
5: reacting to you like on every one of the yeah. tracks, you can hear everybody in the room laughing as you do your bit, like you know.
3: Yeah, so I definitely made sure to put a live one on here. I also do like, uh, I did some like playthrough YouTube videos because I just for people trying to work out the looper pedal and stuff. So there's a couple of those. And then two of the tracks I clipped from um, the internet, the YouTube show I did, the and Day Home videos, which was like a super fun thing to do. I want to do season two, but part of the way I was (coughs) able to do season one was it was when like, everything was really shut down and I'm in the marijuana industry. So I was, I worked through the entire, like when it was like gnarly, I was still oh, going God. to work.
5: Everybody needed weed so bad
3: that whole Yo, year. Yeah. <laughs> I was working a lot. So I was doing this like on the weekends and at nights instead of
5: ostracized practice. Kind of, you know what I mean? Dude, I had, I have a, I have a roommate that smokes weed. I don't smoke weed cause I'm sober 15 years, but, um, but hey. I fucking have a roommate who's smokes a lot of weed and, all of a sudden, like for a brief period, they weren't even delivering. You couldn't open anything. You had to have Oh yeah. You, you had to have an address that matched your ID. And my friend was staying with me and his address didn't match his ID. So I had to sign up for weed to get him weed.
1: Come <laughs> <laughs> no! on. Which is
5: weird. No! Well, no. And then all my sober friends are going to be like, I saw you. At the, I saw your name on the weed store list.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're you like, can't hey, really. why are you at the weed store, right? man? <laughs> What's up with you? Why are Being you so at the weed store? How do you next? know? How do you know Bro. where the weed
5: store is? I'm giving brides the weed store all the time. Yeah, and it was always busy, always big old line of people with masks on. So you worked your ass off the whole fucking pandemic.
3: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, but yeah, it was still like, you know, I'm so used to I play a lot, especially with Philippe and Dale. Like I said, I was trying to play live and then the boys and ostracized. We usually do like one show a month. Um, not as much as we used to, but you know, so I was every month I was just chasing shows and trying and also writing and stuff. Um, So when that stopped, I just, had I I, wasn't watching TV. You know what I mean? And uh, when that Mm. stopped, I was just like, okay, just keep this momentum. And then for like probably a month and a half is when I I wrote them, like as I was doing them, you know, and I edited them all myself. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Cool. Let's dive in. So let's do lollipops. Uh, Nick, I'd like to dedicate this one to your, to your newborn. And I, I, I included a clip from the show. So there's like a minute, minute and a half thing I do. Enjoy. It's a kid's song. I find myself getting all caught up and been out of shape about these concepts like zero or nothing. And I know that that sounds crazy, but if you think about it, it's like zero was just introduced to Western civilization just a couple hundred years ago. And it's not like it didn't exist before then. But the ancient Greeks didn't have it. And now fast forward to today. And computers speak in a language of only zeros and ones. All or nothing. Zero or infinity. And in that same breath of just being obsessed with nothing, to the idea of infinity, and the fact that everything has happened simultaneously, and if I don't believe in time, because I don't believe in nothing... Anything and everything has already happened. So we're just left with this experience, whatever it might be. So there I find myself trying to talk out these abstract concepts and ideas to my 14-month-old niece. And, you know, I don't know how how much she's picking up on it, really. So I put some time aside, and I wrote her a little kid song, but I think that it's something we can all enjoy. You are infinity, taller than the tallest tree, bigger than any number, try to count it and you will see. Connected with everything, whether you talk or sing, taller than the tallest tree and smaller than a bumblebee. Wow, infinity huh? what a concept. Let's see if we can't not try to break that down just a little bit more. What if you had one billion lollipops? Yeah, that's a lot of lollipops. I bet that's enough lollipops to fill my entire house with lollipops. And half the block. But what about one trillion lollipops? I reckon that's enough to cover the entire continent of the United States. And lollipops. But infinity lollipops. That wouldn't just cover this entire planet, but the surrounding planets as well. And the space in between those planets would be lollipops. Consciousness here to experience that, then, well, what's the point? So you would be here, only you'd be made of lollipops from the edge of your epidermis to the tip of your tongue, and all of your senses would have evolved from lollipops. So, yeah, sure, you could try to lick the lollipops, but you'd never even get to the fucking center of the fucking thing. Mind you all, I'm still talking at the baby. Infinity and nothing are essentially the same thing Through the atoms all around us In the air that you breathe Toil of pain and suffering You'll know soon, baby Just work real hard, but have some fun Nothing is as nothing
0: does Church and school, backwards rules Stuck in a rut, same old shit Because life is this existential crisis Vibrating with consciousness and evolving is harmony is as nothing does it, more infinity? So I hope this helps you, sweet little Penelope, and please always remember that you are infinity and nothing more. <laughs>
3: awesome.
2: You know,
5: in, the beginning, in the beginning i knew there was going to be a turn but then in the middle i forgot that there was going to be a turn and then when the turn happened it surprised me and then yes. yeah good job good job because i knew that was coming when it started but i didn't know when it was i sucked in. I oh, you yeah. in i sucked you in 100 percent that was a good one oh, Bigger than the yeah, tower. Like what you did there. Smaller than a bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: so they, yes. My my child enjoyed it quite yeah, thoroughly dude. as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and for the audience, I'm not making that up. My wife no. brought her in the
5: room, and, watched, and so we all got to watch the performance. We all got to watch the the baby dance up and down the entire time the song played. So that was really <laughs> that was even more special for us than it was for you, if you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, you should have been there, everyone. Yep. Fuck, it was great. Yeah, especially you co-hosts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what Kim missed. I'm so sorry, Kim. Oh, yeah, and Rory, too. Oh, uh, you know. Yeah, but you know. He's like, yeah, I've seen baby He's seen, Exactly. Rory, <laughs> Kim really missed it. Uh,
4: He's wow. I'll play put, I'll, I'll put the baby in front of that song on the podcast later. <laughs> I think everyone should let their child listen to that and, and, and really let them soak <laughs> it in
3: because
4: there's some some wise words in that
1: piece.
3: <laughs> you guys want to hear a song Baby shouldn't listen to?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we do. Uh, we, we, we can face we can
3: them out. We can space them out. No, we could do a double <laughs> yeah. up, right? Yeah. We've got a whole is, six, uh, you
5: guys. So.
4: Yeah, let's dive in. We don't have that much time. Yeah, so what do all you right,
3: think? Let's check it. Out. Okay, in in that case, this one's called "Girl of My Dreams." This was a live one. I did this opening for Riff Raff, which was oh, a Riff. dope What's show. Oh, don't play dumb with me. Just no, he's a rapper. He's like a silly rapper. I'm not surprised at all that you don't know him. Oh but,
4: yeah, <laughs> I'm a little behind. I just got. There's this band called War Paint, and I'm all. Man, they're good. And I looked up their shit and I'm like, man, they came out like 10 years ago, <laughs> You're
3: behind. <laughs> yeah, I know so, he's a rapper. He's a funny rapper. It's like Yeah, he's probably one of the bigger acts I've opened up for, honestly. Riff Raff. Okay. But um, yeah, this song is called Girl of My Dreams. best of all this chick is so surreal she is the girl of my dreams the girl of my dreams isn't quite what she seems
5: Did you end up sleeping with any of those girls? No. Oh, good job. Not yet. Not not yet. Not yet. The important caveat.
1: That's pretty
4: cool, though, because Girl of Your Dreams is potentially at every one of your shows where you play that
3: song. That's the idea.
4: (laughs) Brilliant. Man, I I just fucking love this project. I love uh, the merch, your shirts. Oh, thanks, man. I think I wore it to
3: Burning Man,
4: and people were just like, "Where'd you get that? You
3: know? <laughs> is it my? Mm-hmm. Is it the one with my face on it?
4: Yeah, cool. That's the best." <laughs> I got a,
3: I got a for the listeners. You guys maybe maybe know this too, but I have a, a shirt where my name is misspelled. I'm the only band to ever have done it,
5: <laughs> <laughs> Philippin Dibor, if you will. <laughs> How does a thing like that happen? Dude, I just,
3: so no one can spell or really even at first say Felipe and Dejo to begin with. So I just kind of play off that dude. I have, I have a death metal uh, logo too, that people can't read. And like, I've got like people because they're at MRC and wherever else. And uh, I have a buddy who even works at the sticker place. And he was like, dude, you got me. I thought we got a death metal band in and I pulled up your emails. You, <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> but yeah, it's just part of the joke. Is like, no one can spell my name for sure. I can. Let me try.
4: Hit me. F E L I P E N D E
5: J O. Yo. It's easy. It's easy to do because there's a sticker of yours right here on my equipment. (laughs) So, and I bet you're doing the same thing, aren't you, Nick? Isn't it like right in front of you somewhere? I wrote
4: it down. Oh, that's how I spelled it. (laughs) (laughs) That's from memory. So very few smart and Yes, Hanson. yes, you're you're an elite. And, and, you're, yeah, just the, you, the you are Hanson, Hanson, as I as, as I like to
3: call man. a Philippine Day hole, is what you are, sir. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: I'm in. I'm all in.
2: Dude.
4: I knew you yeah. would.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: we got a we got a bookie for our Mary Anarchy in October. Yeah, lock That's it down. Cool. Sweet. I'm gonna get you on the list then. Cool. Right on. This has been a great show so far. We should have some more Ooh. music, or because oh. I, I, I think we're probably going to skip the quiz because we got so much music, right? Ooh. Yeah, this
5: is this is a glorious like get, rolling through if your you set. Guys
3: want, we can. Uh, I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this next one is called Deb Dukes. It's a uh, a side character in a very popular movie. Names and location have been changed. I want to see how fast it takes you guys to guess it. This is a newer one. So I, d- I doubt you've heard it. Maybe you've heard it. I do. I have like a tunnel. This is from a, uh, one of my tunnel videos. So I went and recorded some acoustic tracks down in the tunnel under McCarran.
5: Oh, it's Rental San Rafael? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I ride my bike through that all the time. Yeah. That's where, that's where the magic happens. Right. You can still hear the echoes of Felipe and Dejo when you <laughs> ride your bike through the. <laughs>
3: Let me tell you all a story about Dan Dukes from Milford, Pennsylvania. Thick lips, long legs. But boy, I'll warn you, it's not a happy
0: story. And it's got a rough beginning, because her daddy was a pervert. She ran into a field and she prayed to be a birdie, but God didn't listen to her. There was a single boy who truly didn't care, but that couldn't stop her from getting out of town. Everyone wants to know us how to story and until she died I'm-
1: Forest gum.
5: I thought it was Martha Stewart. Ginny.
1: <laughs> it was the like the like 10 years later, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, she's coming back in. And then like she left the, her kid with a guy. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about Ginny.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Ian for the win. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I mean,
1: dude. it took me till the end because I'm just sitting there like, uh, I, my brain's a little fried. <laughs> Been working on MIDI shit all day. So it's like ah.
3: she ran into a field and she prayed to be a birdie, but God didn't listen to her. You remember yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that is epic, man. I love it.
3: That's one I uh, I wrote that one like kind of a while, like at least over a year ago, but I just I think it sounds better acoustic. And I've played it with like my looper and I've tried to kind of make it work with the electric and I just really don't, I just don't want to play it like that. So, uh, yeah. So that one, I don't play live as much, but my next show, which I believe I found out you guys have a little uh, part in, huh? The bluebird show on the 27th, the yeah. Thursday. Yeah we're, yeah. we're
4: co-hosting it online, you know, okay, to get, cool. to get the word out. Oh yeah. Get people back out oh. live music. <laughs>
3: I didn't even know that till after I said yes, but then I was like, hell yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, little double cross promotion here. <laughs> yeah.
3: But I'm, uh, I'm planning on doing an acoustic. Oh, sweet. I figure, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, just to explain myself a little bit, I played 420 at the bluebird. It was a Tuesday night and it was with So-Soul. so soul. So it's the same venue and one of the same bands. And I figured, and it was like less than a month ago, you know, or around yeah, it was by the time the show is, it'll be a little over a month ago. So that's how I'm gonna try to sell tickets to my same friends again. <laughs> and so is so oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're so dope. Yeah, I didn't know who they were. And uh yeah, I was more recently after the show, one of my friends who came was like, What was that desert music band again? I was like, Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> desert music. <laughs> or do you mean by the name or just like their style? Or, oh, their style. Yeah. Right,
5: right, right. Never mind. But yeah, they're super uh, cool. So that what he what he meant by that was that it's music that sounds like you're dying of thirst. Kind of, <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Yeah. The music that would I, I mean, just loved it. When you think about it, all deep thought and heavy religions came out of the desert, right? Yeah. It's like it's the kind of place where like you have to think about intense things because you might die. Yeah.
4: I like desert, uh I like desert rock. It's also aka Stoner Rock, you know?
1: <laughs> I like
4: that. Kaia's and shit that's when I hear desert I kind of think of that style like you know I mean like the Mojave Desert I guess that's
3: more like don't think too much about it Nick I just thought it was cool because I didn't think of it like that but it was just my friend who was like just came to the show kind of to see me and was like oh what was that desert rock band that desert desert music I was like oh dude that's a funny way to describe like I agree with
5: that (laughs) <laughs> but really Is it everything we've ever had on the show Desert music Kind of yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah High desert That's where, high we, desert are. Music. That's where we are yeah. We put the high in high desert <laughs> um, Did you just think uh, of that Because that's fucking pretty good
4: Oh thanks We should yeah. put that
5: on the website uh, Nick uh, When I have to
4: host I'm on my feet When I co-host <laughs> uh, I'm pretty laid back <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 Nick Barely not a listener <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean to be fair, you know, we got to get back into the the actual studio and like get him off of his bed so like he has to like yeah. be up and feel a little awake, yeah. you know? and You got to like happening yeah. yeah. soon. Come so out. yeah, that's
4: true. I have, this is the most comfortable I've, I've been on the show. <laughs>
3: hey, I got to say though, it's nice to have Rick in the mix like to see his face though. Because before at the studio he's yeah. in the other room. Oh, that's true. That's true. I was just yeah. I was just
5: a voice playing kid sounds and, and stuff, <laughs> you know.
4: <laughs> and now we have a little bit of an aid to help us when we come back in. We can visualize what you look like from the Zoom meetings we've had. Right. These are
5: the faces yeah, yeah, I'm always yeah. making. You guys just can't see them.
1: I mean I do. I get to see them. Yeah, I'm also yeah. in that room with them. You know, I get to look at the back like the side back of his head. From where I sit. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates oh, I miss staring out. at that bald, beautiful head of yours, Rick. <laughs> it's going to be so nice to be back in the same room.
4: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna I mean, I don't want to derail the show, but we're going to have to space people out um, when we regroup, I think. You know what I mean? Well, we, what are we going to do? Think gonna... we'll,
1: we'll, we'll figure I mean, it out. Like, are you sure? You know,
5: because, that's, like, that's, I mean, we're still going to have, it's that room,
1: like, this, right? We're, yeah. And we're, the whole thing was we're all vaccinated. And that's the whole reason you're allowed to come in person. That's into the only the reason why it's okay. Person. So and I know the, the vaccine CDC isn't 100%. Said, you know, no but... mask guidelines. Like if you're on inside with people, like you can be within six feet. So we'll be fine. We can probably do it. No, and if people no. aren't comfortable that way, we can space <laughs> no, out. No. And me like, and that's, Ian, that's not a problem. Me and Ian
5: are but, really happy saying this because we're going to be in this giant room, just the two of us. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Which, like, like I'm saying, if people are uncomfortable, though, we do have room in your room to put more mics. And we gotta,
5: people. we gotta, we gotta figure that out ahead of time, though, for each show. Like, you know, who's gonna be cool and who's not gonna oh, yeah. be cool. Hundred <laughs> percent. So. Ask them that question. Right? Are you cool? <laughs> are you not cool? <laughs> we can stick you <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah. We can stick you They're in the lame. They're like, are yeah, I brought square. I brought- <laughs>
4: I, I brought the math. We're cool <laughs> Oh no no That's not well, you're, We're not that cool We gotta go uh, So Philip and Dejo I have a question for you Are you a nihilist An absurdist uh, uh, An agnostic What What Unnecessary labels Would you put on Because oh, we all know man. Labels suck but.
3: I'm just trying to Lay in the cut Bro I wanna be around That <laughs> sweet spot <laughs> You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, man. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So,
3: Felipe right Dejo is a nihilist. Uh,
1: two, four, okay. Toilet, not necessarily.
3: I got a little more heart than that, I think. I have a friend who's like, you're not even a nihilist, dude. You care. I
1: was like, yeah, man. I care. <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> well, that's rad man um oh we do have some like shows to talk about coming up here in the near future might as well plug them in here yeah
2: hell yeah
1: just talking about them soul soul and friends are playing i'm this friends Thursday, the 27th hey at bluebird 6 30 Uh, So go check them out. It's going to be a good time. This should come out a little bit earlier than that on Thursday. So if you're getting through the episode, you might be able to get there just in time. Um, (laughs) Let's see. We've also got uh, Nick Eng is playing on the same night, Midtown Music at Fat Cat Bar and Grill. He's always a great time to go out and see. Uh, What else? I had some other things here. Oh, this Saturday, starting at 11 a.m. Or not this Saturday. It's coming up in a few weeks, June 5th. Uh, the Potentialist is having their art bazaar and yard sale.
5: Ooh. Uh, so,
1: you know, get out and help support the uh, local artists from the Potentialist. And that's, you know, Pan Pantoja uh. and all of them will probably be out doing some crazy shit, Fuck. having a good time. Um, and then uh, on the 20th, uh, so this Thursday, again, at about 6 p.m. This Thursday is real packed, man. Everything's opening up and everybody's like, yo, let's do a thing um, over at the Generator. Uh, their new space uh, they're having art on tap a monthly art and community social. So like go out, talk to some artists, hang out with some people, you know, and it, just have a great time. We're allowed to do things again. And I'm going to have all of these listed on our new worst little grid. Uh, if you haven't heard about that, we're trying to put out a grid kind of similar to what used to be in the R it's got all of your names and dates and locations wherever and cover charges. If there are any, for any shows that are coming up, including comedy, what the hell ever, Uh, so yeah, just be looking for that on our Facebook page. We'll probably get it up on the website or something. I'm also going to be posting it to Instagram and I think we have an Instagram. I don't know. We'll get it posted all over the hell (laughs) everywhere and anywhere you can find us. You'll be able to find that grid. So check it out, man.
5: We do so much for you. I just want you to know. We do so much for you. We love you so <laughs> much. We want you to be informed. We want you to know what's going on. We've kept you connected this whole pandemic. And what do you do for us? You know what you could well, do? if you
1: don't do anything right now. Some
5: of you have yeah. become Patreon subscribers. And I would they like to say, you guys, this oh. week, this week, we have a new oh. Patreon subscriber. Woo! Woo! and not only not only is it a new patreon subscriber it is very dear and close family to this podcast it is the illustrious the amazing the legendary eric foreman became a patreon subscriber
1: oh Oh, thank you
5: eric thank Thank you, you eric eric is one of the one of the main reasons why i started a studio in the first place because i always tell people like i had all these friends that would play this great music around me and uh and I realized that if they got hit by a bus, that that music would just be gone forever. And that seemed like it was something that I just couldn't let happen. And that's why I started a studio. But I'd never say that one of those people, one of the main people was Eric. I would just sit and listen to Eric play and just think, fuck, I have to record music for the rest of my life because somebody needs to be yeah, doing Eric's it. Eric's got great songs. Oh, fuck. Tell me about it. Jesus. Oh, God. fuck
1: yeah. Thank you, Eric, for joining the uh, the Patreon. And that's worse little... Pa- or, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Worst Little Podcast. I've only done this a million times. But yeah, you know, give us $5 a month. You get an extra show. Sans Rory. It's great. Nobody likes him anyway. Uh, (laughs) Jesting, of course. But, uh, you know, give us $5 a month. You get a little extra show. And Rick, being the badass that he is, if there's any previous uh, Patreon show you want, he'll probably send it to you. Oh, yeah. So just get in contact with him. Find out what fucking week you
5: want. If you want some show that was fucking amazing and you are a Patreon subscriber, I will fucking send you whatever you want. Book now for my
3: yeah, hit so smash hit single GG Allen.
5: Oh, yes. You it, Oh now, yeah, you do not Regular people miss this week's. Regular people would have to listen to the entire podcast to get to the very end when he plays Gigi Allen, but the Patreon people just got a little recap of what it sounds like.
4: I just stuck it in there.
5: That's Eric Foreman's first um Patreon gift is <laughs>
4: I'm so, I'm so sorry.
5: You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Eric. It, it gets better. I, I promise. Very cool. Sweet. Let's dive
4: back into the music, man. I gotta I gotta know what's next. On yeah, bro. The, uh,
3: I think I think I have a, another quasi answer for your previous question, Nick. Uh, this next song is called "Chemicals," and this is um this is one of the YouTube playthroughs. So I think I think there's maybe a little buffer where I where I messed up at the beginning or something. Maybe not. I don't honestly remember. Oh, and on that note, all the listeners, I don't know if it's, they're coming. Hopefully they're coming through clean. But I literally like bootleg my own shit to get them to Rick because I got like a new computer. <laughs> this has happened. So I like went on YouTube. I like youtube MP3 this shit. Oh, okay. You, to, YouTube MP3. To send it to you. So you didn't like you hold your us.
5: phone up to your computer speaker and record it. <laughs> no, I'm a okay. little tech
3: savvier than that. Okay, good, good. But uh, the live one kind of sounded like that. But I I thought I'd say that's on me. That's on me. (laughs) So welcome (laughs) to my life. And I hope you come to a live show to experience it in person because it's pretty much the exact same. On
5: that, here's Chemicals. (laughs)
3: through your auditory nerve to your brain, electrical signals, mechanical signals, and finally chemicals, and thousands and thousands of feedback signals working at once, making you feel how you feel right now, given your past and present brain, and we don't know
0: And I can't say where to go
3: So I guess... Follow your dreams? The unfortunate thing is that we don't control Any of the release of these chemicals Other than through maybe a proper diet, a decent sleep schedule, pharmaceuticals exercise, or even building and maintaining healthy relationships. But none of us have time for any of that shit. I have an example for fun. Oh boy, his name was Charles Whitman. In 1960, he killed his wife and his mom, and 17 more innocent others on a university lawn. Upon autopsy, requested by him, they found a tumor oh so small, lodged in his brain, amygdala, making him go insane. I think you will see what I'm trying to say It can happen To anybody And we don't know why we know Or even
0: why we think And I can't say where to go So I guess Follow
3: your Without consciousness, we're nothing but a batch of chemicals. Organic machines that sought to think, or is there something more? Like a turtle's nest and when it returns. Or a migration of the birds. And whales too. So loosen your grip to change the course before it gets much worse. I promise you can, so fuck the
0: norm and put forth all your work. Because we don't know why we know or even why we think and i can't say where to go but might i suggest
3: that you follow me on social media That, that last bit was for YouTube. I kind of ended different depending on the crowd.
1: <laughs> hey, you played your audience, man. That's what's important,
5: dude. That guy, yeah. that, that guy that, that shot up the campus. It was, it was Charles Whitman. What was it?
3: Yeah, it was, it was 6'6. And that was, uh, that was it. He had a tumor in his brain. It no. was in Texas,
5: dude. Yeah, and he. And, uh, there's an episode of him on last podcast on the left. That's how I knew the story already. Yeah, and- no, it's a true story. Yeah. And uh, and I remember in the story, he kept being like, I have these headaches. I have these headaches. Something is wrong. And nobody would listen to him. Yeah. No, he
3: knew something was wrong. He like uh, he like left a note. He was like, cut me open and figure like study my brain because this isn't me. And he killed his wife. He killed his mom. And then he hightailed it to campus and just started unloading. And I think he, he either shot or killed 17. 17's a number. I don't remember if he shot that many or killed that many. But then he got taken out. Like, he he got shot there. Like, he was on one. And it was, uh yeah, and there was a tumor. he was, was like, up tumor. in a tower, right? Yeah. there's a tumor pressed up against his amygdala. And that's, like, your, uh, like, emotion center of the brain. And it was, like, pressed up against something. And he was just like, I'm gonna kill someone. And then once he snapped, he snapped. God. Ugh. Follow your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> well it could happen to anyone That's the thing He was like a normal guy He, was, right. he wasn't was like a shitty guy
5: He was just like a guy I had a friend wow. who was talking about He was worried that like His daughter was listening to some weird stuff And, and he was like is she, is she gonna Is this stuff gonna lead her to do bad things And I was like No If she's gonna do bad things It's gonna be because It's gonna be because She's a, a sociopath. I mean, as long as she, <laughs> <laughs> as long as she like, you know, because that, that's what typically happens with serial killers is that they're, something is broken. They had a he- head injury as a child or, you know, something is screwed up or they had a really horrible yeah. upbringing and they don't Trauma. have yeah. feeling for yeah. up, feelings for others. And, and, uh, you know, like, are you worried about the tissue that you blow your nose in before you go to work? No, that's how they feel about people.
3: So anyway, <laughs> and, and Charles Whitman was not one of those, and he still did this heinous thing. Nope. And that's kind of the point of the Dude, story is almost
5: like, every serial killer though has some head injury when they were a child. Then their parents are like, and they weren't the same after that. Like, and it did it, like it's possible. Who knows? But it's possible that had they just not fell that one time or you know whatever it was that yeah, the whole thing would have been different. Yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah, people always say like I want to I want to change how the how does, world.
1: Like shitty abusive parents. Right. Yeah. Right. So life is
5: good, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All, your hey. All your dreams. All your dreams. All your dreams. <laughs> Change the world. Um, so Philip Dejo
4: scientists?
3: Well, since right, you yeah. brought it up, uh, I, I might agree in neuroscience.
4: Neuroscience. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. With from the song Chemicals, we discovered that Philip Yadeho, Nero. Yeah right. Jot it down. Make note. And oh, I'm taking notes on all this. <laughs> cool. I, I I was solved a little riddle that I had before the show. I was like, well, who who is Filipe Dejo? You know, <laughs> <And> <laughs> so Dejo. far. He's so far I've gotten, um, you know, musician, um, a lover of children, um, <laughs> a nihilist, but. More a
3: neuroscientist. Oh, uh, throw a no. throw eagle scout down on that list. Eagle, eagle scout, yeah, <laughs> dude. I bet you know all about knots. Uh, I, I I learned more about knots when I was landscaping than the scouts. But oh. sure, dude. Oh. <laughs> I bet you're thrifty, reverent, and clean. Courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. Fuck. That's right. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Go on. Hit me. Hit me with another one.
4: Can you do the pledge of allegiance Some people
3: can't I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America And to the republic for which it stands One nation under God Indivisible with liberty and justice for all Congratulations I got a a fun story with that one Um, At work when people were late We'd make them say the pledge of allegiance To kind of embarrass them (laughs) And then they kind of got numb to that. And this is like recently. So then we switched it. Once they got over that and it wasn't embarrassing them anymore, we switched it to Home Means Nevada. Oh. And now, sweet. And then, so, now so now they're singing. And uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to switch it to Dust in the Wind. But they keep claiming
1: to
5: not know this fucking song. I'm like, you know the song. Sing it. Come on. You were late. <laughs> Who
1: doesn't know this song? <laughs> Dude,
5: other states don't know. Like I know people from California. They're like, we don't have a song. And I'm like, they probably oh, do every have a state song. Has a they song. just don't. But why? But we got yeah, taught That Shit in school. Like every person from Nevada knows the Home Means Nevada. It's weird yeah, that the like other it's states don't. It's already
1: don't. playing in my head. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. The it's The California song. Cal- <laughs> Nobody knows the California song. Out where the sun always shines, <laughs> there is land that I love the best, fairer than all I can see. Out in the heart of the golden west, Oh means Nevada to me. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, boys.
4: <laughs> Nick. Uh, I, see, here's the thing: is I was a transplant. I went to Carson High my junior year of, oh. of high school. Oh,
5: you had, they did, you had to do elementary here. No, it was elementary. It
1: was elementary. So. They, they, they like bash it into your skull. Oh, you wanted
5: whole classrooms not. of fucking well, you, little kids had to sing that. Yeah. Do you know it,
0: Ian?
1: Oh, yeah.
4: Well, you weren't singing along with them.
1: <laughs> <Were you? laughs> no, I don't know every verse to it. I know like the, the main chorus from it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Kind of bashed into your skull. And to be fair, I've done a lot of drugs, and that's one of the things that fell out. (laughs) Okay. Okay. uh, Gotcha. Right. You can pick it up once you hear it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just be like, I'll I'll be singing every word. It's like one of those songs, like, oh, I remember that. And then as soon as it starts playing, like, oh, no, I don't just remember it. I know every single fucking word and every note. And you haven't heard it in like 10 years.
4: Do we all know the correct words to the Star Spangled banner?
1: Not, every, oh, Not no. every verse. There's like, <laughs> yeah,
4: there's like I mean, 12
5: the verses. Verse. I've known people that knew them all though. Oh, oh there's, there's a 12 verses. Wait, is it Star Spangled? Yeah, there's a whole banner? bunch of Yeah, this is oh, say, it's a can huge you poem.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no,
4: there's the one, one okay. they do before the sports okay,
3: yeah. every.
5: You know. I, just, I, was, I
4: know homies
3: have had Adam more than I know that one for sure.
1: I know. But that we were making really people well. sing it. Yeah, I, I know that one really well because we used to sing it at parties um, <laughs> in college. We would be like fucking raging drunk and kind of in like a Hunter S. Thompson kind of fuck yeah America way. We <laughs> would just sing the Star Spangled Banner while you know all <laughs> fucked up on whatever cocktail shit we had that night. Or we'd use it as a signal of like, hey, most of the group is going to be leaving the party if it was somebody else's party. And we just start singing the national anthem and it'd be like, okay. Let's head out that way. If somebody can grab their keg and sneak it with us and maybe one of the bottles or two of their bottles, then like, yeah, let's go. Like, that was just all the, start of the America. Kind of like, time to get the fuck out. Like, Man. <laughs> that's rad.
4: I mean, <laughs> I, I admit, that's a long time ago for me. So like living vicariously through my young friend, Ian. Is cool.
1: <laughs> well, that was even like almost ten years ago for me. So it's... yeah, you
4: gotta, I like those old stories, man. You tell me about that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we got the fun times when you guys stole shit from other people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was always bros, man. It was always those bros that you're just like, man, you're kind of a dick. We're gonna yeah. steal your
4: booze. We're stealing yeah, all high, of your booze. High school, <laughs> you should probably steal other people's booze in high school. You know, oh, you shouldn't be drinking it at all. So you might as well steal too. <laughs> you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a little punk about it. You know. <laughs> uh,
1: well, how many hey, songs do we have left? Two yeah, this Philip
3: Dale. Hey, I'm gonna. Children. I wanted to say though, I will. I will drop a song if time's an issue, but I think, Nick, if you're trying to get to know me, bro, hit me with a speed round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. A pussyfoot, I, man, like I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> All right, One
4: speed round. I got this one question ready for you. Ready to go. Philip and Dale, what do you think happens to us after we die? Oh, oh I,
3: I like to think that something happens and some sort of consciousness persists. If that makes sense, like, you know, the oneness that people refer to, but more than likely it's nothing. And you just feel that as you're dying. But I like to think it's a little something more.
1: That's fair. Mm. I always, I go with the idea of like, you know, energy is neither created nor destroyed. So that energy that's like firing in your brain has to go somewhere. That's the way I think about it.
3: But are you conscious mm-hmm. for it? That's
5: what matters. Yeah. Rick, Rick, you want you want to stab at this existential question? Oh, I totally think that whatever we come from, we go back to and that we're conscious and we're <laughs> sentient, so the thing that we come from and go back to must also be conscious and may conscious and maybe even super <laughs> sentient and that uh, every single person goes to heaven even the or what you would call heaven and that even the um even the worst people. Which is sad. So I I have
3: a similar way to say. I think that same thing, Rick. Uh, but like uh, the like this is kind of like a dream. Like this experience is a dream. Yes,
5: exactly. When yes. we when so we I'm, get I'm there, I'm okay
3: with. The, I would like that to be true.
5: When we get I there, would, and but- they, and dude, and I've I've heard one guy that had a, a near death experience, and he came back, and he was like, he was like, the people on the other side, there is no sex over there, and so that's one of the things that they talk about is how great it was to have sex when you were here, and all the people who didn't have a lot of sex while they were here are going to be pissed when they get to heaven and find out that that's like part of the thing <laughs> that we were supposed to do while we were here.
1: We so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, don't you know, get up to heaven we just get to have sex all day. Hey, no, can I, can I, I'm, there, no, a, I'm it's about to
3: not... start a court right now based on that alone.
5: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you can't. There's no, there's no bodies. It's all just like joy and happiness, and none of the all that. And no the one's bad, banging the bad shit that we complain yeah, but that's about. That's like down joy here? and happiness to me, man. No, no, it's it's a different, it's a different whole like Shh. internal joy, spiritual thing, kind of thing, you guys. It's not like genital. Come tingling. on, you guys. I'm sorry. Grow up. <laughs> but the shitty thing is the shitty thing is not believing in hell kinda sucks because I can't just uh stick every evil person and child molester in a in a roiling pit of flames and flesh being torn off that never ends. And that's sad, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't I don't yeah. know if I necessarily believe in the fiery
4: brimstone hell, but I feel like if you've if you have no heart, then how are you ever going to be that light of joy and you just live
5: in darkness and that's pretty much hell. Right. You know, like, dude, but I, you know? I think that what goes on beyond this place has nothing to do with the broken parts of the people around us, that the part of us that survives is the part that was good. No matter how much like brain pollution it's being seen through, you know what I mean? That the part of us that dies is the, is the bad part that the part of us that's good is what continues. But, uh-huh. so that's I my like whole that. my whole theory on it you know like that. but you know but don't that's listen to cool. me I remember talking to like Christian people when I was younger and being like so is hell like eternal They're all, oh yeah it's forever and I'm like well it, wouldn't you eventually get used to it? And I remember somebody being like, no, God finds a way for the pain to always be fresh forever. And I'm like, that Yikes. sounds fucking that crazy. That sounds like my God. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds, <laughs> in, like, that that sounds like something an angry, evil <clears throat> person thought of. It doesn't sound like something my God would do. But I don't oh, say sorry. this to my friends who believe in hell because some people I think need hell because they can't imagine their heaven having child molesters in it. And I get that. I get that.
1: It's a it is a complicated topic, and that's what you Jesus, come here Nick, to listen to on the worst. Why of did podcast. you ask that question?
4: <laughs> Fuck. I, I think it I think it um, says a lot about a person. I want to get to know. Him. <laughs> <laughs> holy,
5: <laughs>
2: holy. It is
5: way easier to just say, "Oh, I think when we die, that's it." Fuck. Then we don't got to get into any of that shit. <laughs> Did you guys want to throw him
4: uh, another another fast one? Oh yeah,
5: oh or, yeah. I, I since because the new questions we have, uh, uh, Mr. Bendejo, Mr. Pendejo, yo. I want to know um, what is the dumbest thing you ever shoplifted?
3: I was never super bad about. It. I, I used to like movies and shit. Oh, like hood ornaments? Probably hood ornaments. Yeah, probably oh, hood ornaments. You stole hood stealing. ornaments.
5: What did yeah, you do but, uh, with them afterwards? <laughs>
3: gotta have them bro <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah Dude. it was some like early high school
3: shit oh you know? imagine
5: the, you, you got you got a fucking nice car you got a hood I've never had a car that actually had a hood ornament so I don't know how great that is oh
3: yeah no a hood ornament is just a general term I remember I had like a Mustang I thought Mustangs were cool so I like took it. it wasn't even like from a nice Mustang it was just like pretty dumb god that <laughs> I, is that, that, I,
5: that's a good answer
3: yeah that's pretty bad they, they bring it up. I don't think about that too often.
4: I have a boss, or I had a boss, um, Jono. He's been on the show. The oh DJ, yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. And for Burning Man, he passed out um, like car logos and and, and hood <laughs> ornaments on necklaces at Burning Man. And so That's funny. funny. Did he-
3: if you need to, you need, if you need offer, <laughs> I gotta get a connection. To- oh no, no. He has the connection now. Be like, oh, I know a guy.
1: <laughs> he's got, a, he's got experience. Uh, all right. Well, this is, uh, the Cadillac Klim question as we've been dubbing it. Cause she asks it when she's here and we ask it for her when she's not. If you could be any two animals, which two animals would you be? Uh, and which halves would they be? So like, you know, top, bottom, left, right.
3: Oh man. Can I be like a kangaroo on the bottom and like a boa python on the top?
1: Yes.
5: Yeah, yes, you yes, can. You
1: can. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <fucking Wow>.
4: <laughs> that's a pretty good one. I just pictured that. Like um, yeah, me too. That's
3: what it's purely uh yeah, pur- purely based on imagination. I don't know any uh I see that snake, for it. But, but I want to be like, yeah, like real long, like twenty feet. It-
4: Dodging. And I'm like, all my tail kicking
3: around, and I like can't see because my head's above the trees, so I don't really know what I'm kicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a little snake-free kangaroo babies in my pouch, and my eggs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> awesome! I love that question, man. Great job. Yeah, like oh,
1: And we got the the chewy question: What is the sketchiest convenience store in the Reno Sparks? carson
3: greater area so probably like that 7-eleven on audi it's audi and sutro yeah huh? sutro sutro sutro, sutro okay yeah 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 just like just north of the uh rodeo good choice and
5: uh rest yeah. in peace pepe's mini mart
3: <laughs> <laughs> was was sticky
4: fingers like across the street and in and, and north as well not that it matters i'm just thinking jack joseph I'm tangenting. I'm so sorry.
5: Oh, and Jack Joseph used to say, The Outer Limits. Remember The Outer Limits? I guess it was a bar. He would be all, The Outer Limits. Come visit The Outer Limits. At the Iron Horse Shopping Center or wherever it was. And I remember thinking, he never in the commercial said what it was. He would just say, The Outer Limits. (laughs) Come visit. Come visit The Outer (laughs) Limits. Green lights and blue skies. Please
1: come visit. I promise it will be a good time. That's a great
4: <laughs> name for a place. So is portal that you were talking about. Yeah. Portal uh, that's, that's a, a pretty cool name. Man.
3: Fuck yeah. Yeah, two <laughs> two days after the Felipe Deo said at uh, Bloomberg. So I'm, I'm like pretty sacked. This this interview is kind of like a pivot point for me. And I'm this, <laughs> and then I have two shows in two weeks. Fuck yeah. Pretty much like just a day apart from each other. Ugh. But uh, um, so well, you know you that's out. that's what, that's what I'm like used to. You know, like 2020 kind of irked me a little bit, and I'm watching a lot of TV now. For example. Which I I enjoy thoroughly, but uh, at the time, like a a year ago, I really wasn't. I guess maybe a year ago now. I don't know. Whatever.
2: Yeah.
4: (laughs) I watch way more TV now.
3: This pandemic (laughs) year. Yeah.
1: And I watch. There's a lot of really
3: good TV too. It's like crazy Mm -hmm. how many good shows and movies there are.
1: Yeah, especially if you're behind. You know, it's like oh shit. Oh, which I
3: was. Yeah, like I didn't watch shit for fucking forever.
5: I had never seen a single episode of Modern Family in my entire life, and during the pandemic, I watched every episode of every season from (laughs) beginning to end and watched those kids grow up. (laughs) And now I feel like they are my family, Modern Family. Cool.
1: Classic sitcom kind of stuff.
5: Oh, yeah. Well, and it was great to dive in because it was like, there's so much of it. You'll never run out. And then I ran out. So that's sad. <laughs> uh, I, but I haven't run out of the old 1950s Perry Mason, not the new one, the 1950s one. I'm up to season seven now, but there's like fucking 50 episodes every season. It's really hard. I love well, uh, <laughs>
3: You guys watch uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia?
5: Oh, yes. I got to get back into okay. that because I loved it and I've never seen all of them.
3: Well, I got a, so you brought up Perry Mason, my my nephew. So Penelope was, uh, and I, I wrote lollipops, but I kind of threw her name in, you know? Uh, but uh, then her little brother is like six months old now. And his name's Peregrine. And I call him for his nickname is Perry Mason, attorney at law, bird law.
5: <laughs> bird <laughs> law. Pretty good, right? Wait, why is it it's, bird law?
3: Uh, Peregrine, like a Peregrine oh, Falcon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I get it now. Oh, no, it makes sense. It's very so clever. many levels. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I tell him it all the time. He's a little baby. He has no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, trust me, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stick. I forget that you're a registered <laughs> <Yes>. scientist.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what is it, ornithology or ornithology, oh efforts? God. So, so his
3: dad, my brother in law, so my sister's kid, uh, he's like, he's like bird guy. He works for the state. He does, uh, he tags uh, all sorts of wild animals. I just talked to him about it literally yesterday. So, but, but he does all the uh, snakes, uh, birds, everything. But his specialty is birds, specifically peregrine falcons. But he does tag. He tags eagles and shit. Damn. Wow. That's right. Yeah, he's no, bad. he's a boss. He like he's like a mountain climber and stuff because he's got a He like climbs, like get to their nests and everything. You they know? should
4: do one of those reality TV shows about him.
3: Um, They were gonna. They oh, like followed really? him with a camera. Yeah, I think. I don't know if it's all because of 2020 or if they or if they went somewhere else. But no, it was like in the works. And I don't know if it was for sure, but they like followed him on like a, uh, a tagging adventure.
4: I mean, that I, he sounds interesting, dude. Like, yeah. what'd you do today, man? i would ask him every day.
3: What, <laughs> was today? What, oh what? yeah. No. Oh dude. I, uh, I uh, bagging busted bagging up my van. Time? One time I busted up my van out in the boonies, you know, and uh, he has a, he has a truck. So I hit him up. I had service. And I was like, I sent him like a, Satellite picture, dude. He was there in like forty five minutes, and he was like, "Oh yeah, this isn't even hard to find because that's what he does for his job. like. He's out in like nowhere, Nevada, <laughs> looking for like a nest. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a cool
3: dude. Yeah, wow. so like, because I was oh, yeah. like, man, I don't know if he's gonna find us out here. Like, we weren't even that far out, but there's just a lot of roads. It's all like crossed over, and we were just like all we were pinned up in a valley, like at the bottom of a valley. It was classic. You know, and like uh, we don't
5: even know where we are. How is he gonna <laughs> know where we are? Pretty
3: much, dude. Oh, I was filming Philippe and Dale. I was filming the last episode of it. We shot my shit, and I was like, hey, let's go mob around in the van. My buddy was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we mobbed for like 10 minutes, and I was like, Oh fuck. Like cracked the oil pan and shit. Like it was ridiculous. Oh, no. it was so dumb. Is Aww. that in
4: the episode or no? Or no.
5: It's just
3: his own
4: thing. Okay. <laughs> 'Cause I was like, I'm gonna go what? I'm gonna go check that out right now.
5: Right. But but possible show title, Philippe and Dejo, A Series of Bad Decisions. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. Send that up to Rory. <laughs> All right. Uh so we've got what, two more songs, right? Yeah, so we should play one of them. Yeah, let's play one of them. We'll come back, we'll get some, you know, information for the people out there, and then got that last one. Sounds like a good plan, man.
5: Well,
3: I know which one I want to end with. So process of elimination. This next one is called (laughs) Nasty Little Monster. This is another um, YouTube playthrough. It's it's a, a little darker, I think. Anyways, Nasty Little Monster. I was like I kind of wanted to say what it was about but it but it's like always like a more creepy kind of song. <laughs> I came home one day from work and my dog had like gone into the trash or something and got sick and they were just like shit piss and puke everywhere and it was like to the point where i couldn't even be like mad at him i felt like so bad like you got like really sick that that was the essence
5: (laughs) because my guess when i was listening to it was it was about a really trashy girl that gave you gonorrhea
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's where that's where my
5: head was going
1: (laughs) maybe he'll add another verse
5: (laughs) (laughs) the dog story is way better Oh yeah, <laughs> the dark ballads of Felipe Dejo.
4: <laughs> I think uh, another good title could be "Nasty Little Neuroscientist."
1: Felipe <laughs> <laughs> <and> Dejo, you—we've <laughs> got plenty of options. Yeah, it was Mr. Felipe Dejo. Where can people find you on the internet?
3: Um mostly youtube again i i, I think youtube i kind of prefer just because it has the video element and like the nature of my show it's like like that song for example is like the beginning's so long because i'm looping it like so i have i have like a soundcloud and stuff but in my head like that's like the cool part kind of Right. It's like watching me like mm. smash these like odd timings under a four four beat and just like working it out <laughs> and layering it and uh like that's what I that's like the fun part for me that I think makes me different. But um you should,
4: you should hook up with um with uh John the Underwood rocker. Yeah, Underwood, yeah. Have you guys yeah, played
3: yeah. together? Oh, uh, no, we haven't. I, I go and see him every chance I get. I think he's great. Yeah, and he's he's uh he's a real like saw like layer writer. He, right. He's got he like a open. Bunch he
5: of, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> easy peasy. But, but you're the yeah, two acts that came into the podcast and said, I'm just gonna give you two channels. <laughs> like both of you did that. Like I'm just gonna give you I'm like how the fuck am I gonna mic all this shit? I'm just gonna give you two channels.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: So. Yeah. Yeah, no that and that's uh that that's the thing I learned the hard way. You know, it's like from our point of view, it just like <laughs> is better that way. Cause otherwise it's, it's too much moving parts and yeah, it's better if I just kind of put it in my own mixture and dump it out. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my experience at least. Oh yeah. You want to spell out uh
4: so the folks know how to find it and how uh, it's spelled one more time. I thought you never asked
3: F E L I P E N D E J O. <laughs> no, oh, no, no,
0: no I've been, I've been practicing I've been practicing <laughs> You know
3: yeah,
4: I mean, <laughs> All our brains are there
3: <laughs> Alright F E L I P E N D E J O Fully Pendejo
4: and That's how you find him on YouTube <laughs> folks
3: Yep and, Oh and, and like Instagram, uh probably I'm I'm more active with like promoting and stuff. I have a Facebook um and I I use it, but I'm just kind of more up to date with Instagram. And I'm and I, and that's right. not really saying much to be honest. But, <laughs> but uh, I but I but I use but,
1: them. And yeah, you've got you to. show him. this Thursday? No, next Perhaps. Thursday.
3: Uh the twenty twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Perfect. Because our shows All are right. always
1: late. <laughs> yes. Next. and then you your other group has a show coming up yeah well, ostracize
3: right? is playing uh two days later so the 27th is a thursday a bluebird and then saturday following saturday is at uh the portal and panther valley awesome yeah both super dope venues uh good people
1: uh while we were doing this podcast because i'm sitting at home on my computer i finally made up the worst little grid email uh, so if you're out there and you know of shows that are coming up, you have a show you want us to promote, you want us to put us put you on the grid, just send us a message at at gmail.com and we'll put you on the grid and we'll get try to promote you to the best of our ability and get, you know, get people back out to Reno shows.
0: Fuck yeah.
4: That's so great. I'm so cool. glad Yeah,
1: you guys are doing that. Thank you, oh, yeah, Ian. Guys. Lori.
4: Awesome. I mean, we've been doing this for 10 years. This is our 11th year. We're And we're uh, happy that the Rita music scene's coming back And we can be back in the studio with y'all It's been a fucking great show today One of my favorites, cool. Philippe and data right. Thank you for being on, my brother
3: Hey, glad
5: Ooh. I could deliver And do you have anything to say about this last song that everybody's about to hear? Um, yeah, so this is
3: the last song In, in my Philippe and Day home videos I would do like two songs each video And some bits in between and this, so this is episode one, and this is the final bit. And the whole premise was where quarantine has started. And my good friend, Jib Lord, which is like his uh, Instagram handle name, uh, he was like, uh, he's my buddy. He was like driving around with me in the desert when we got boned. And, uh, you know, he's, he's helped me a lot with editing and just showing me how to do shit, which now I'm doing on my own, but large in part thanks to him. So I'll explain. Uh, so that's who he is. And now this last song is called Stuck on Repeat, and I will explain more in a moment via the recording that you're about to play, Rick. <laughs> oh, yeah. did, that, did you get all that?
1: <laughs> hey, all right. yeah. Stuck on Repeat. Got it. For Cadillac Kim, Chewbacca, Mr. Nick Ramirez, Dogwater Dick, and Reverend Rory Dowd, I'm Ian Laughlin for The Worst Little Podcast. Life is short and we love you. Good night, ladies.
3: On the Worst Little Podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Well, thanks for sticking it through with me, gang. I know we hit a couple of rough patches on this first episode, but hey, it wouldn't be a Philippe and Dejo show without a couple snags in the road. Anyways, I thought I'd play this next one because last I checked, which was not very recently, it was Jim Lord's favorite song of mine. Enjoy! We'll